Today is March the 20th. Why did God lead Israel to war? Let's find out together as we read Deuteronomy chapter 7 to 9. As we begin our reading today in the book of Deuteronomy, uh, Deuteronomy chapter 7, remember that we're in Moses' second discourse to the people. This is the most extensive part of the book of Deuteronomy. And uh, he starts with a presentation of how it is that God will lead Israel into war. Now, in chapter 7, he gives... Um, the the reasoning behind the war. We're going to come back to that at the end. In chapter 8, he calls on them to obey. But then in chapter uh, 9, he begins talking to them about how God will lead them into war. Uh, frequently here, he says, the land which you will uh, take. It's interesting that in these chapters, chapter 7, verses 8 and 9, says God keeps his oath that he swore to your ancestors. Then in verse 9, he says, God is the faithful God who keeps his covenant for a thousand generations and lavishes his love on those who love him and obey his commandments. God keeps his oath. God keeps his covenant. And as a result, several times here, he says Israel must keep his commands. Now he says that here in 7.9, again in 7.11, 12, chapter 8, verse 1, 2, 6, and 11. Look at 8.1. Be careful to obey, literally to keep all the commands that I'm giving you today. Then you will live and multiply. You will enter and occupy the land the Lord swore to give to your ancestors. God keeps his covenant and he calls Israel to do the same. Their part of the covenant was to obey his commands. Now we started with a question why is it that God leads Israel into war? Look at what he says here in chapter 7, verse 16. You must destroy all the nations the Lord your God hands over to you. Show them no mercy. Do not worship their gods, or they will trap you. Now, later in chapter uh, 9, verse 4, he says, After the Lord your God has done this for you, don't say in your hearts, the Lord has given us this land because we're such good people. No, it's because of the wickedness of the other nations that he's pushing them out of your way. Then again in verse 6 of chapter 9, you must recognize that the Lord your God is not giving you this good land because you're good, for you are not. You're a stubborn people. God says, I lead you into war to conquer the land so that you can rid the land of all idolatry. 
be careful not to engage in idolatry. Don't worship the gods of the land that I'm giving you. And don't think I'm doing this because you're so good. I'm doing this because they are so evil. Enjoy today as you read Deuteronomy 7 to 9. Deuteronomy 7 through 9, New Living Translation. Deuteronomy 7. When the Lord your God brings you into the land you are about to enter and occupy, he will clear away many nations ahead of you, the Hittites, Gershonites, Amorites, Canaanites, Perizzites, Hivites, and Jebusites. These seven nations are greater and more numerous than you. When the Lord your God hands these nations over to you and you conquer them, you must completely destroy them. Make no treaties with them, and show them no mercy. You must not intermarry with them. Do not let your daughters and sons marry their sons and daughters, for they will lead your children away from me to worship other gods. Then the anger of the Lord will burn against you, and he will quickly destroy you. This is what you must do. You must break down their pagan altars and shatter their sacred pillars, cut down their Asherah poles, and burn their idols. For you are a holy people and belong to the Lord your God. Of all the people on the earth, the Lord your God has chosen you to be his own special treasure. The Lord did not set his heart on you and choose you because you were more numerous than the other nations. For you were the smallest of all the nations. Rather, it was simply that the Lord loves you and he was keeping the oath he had sworn to your ancestors. That is why the Lord rescued you with such a strong hand from your slavery and from the oppressive hand of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. Understand, therefore, that the Lord your God is indeed God. He is the faithful God who keeps his covenant for a thousand generations and lavishes his unfailing love on those who love him and obey his command. But he does not hesitate to punish and destroy those who reject him, Therefore, you must obey all these commands, decrees, and regulations I am giving you today. If you listen to these regulations and faithfully obey them, the Lord your God will keep his covenant of unfailing love with you. As he promised with an oath to your ancestors, he will love you and bless you. He will give you many children. He will give fertility to your land and your animals. When you arrive in the land, he swore to give your ancestors you will have large harvests of grain, new wine and olive oil, with great herds of cattle, sheep, and goats. You will be blessed above the nations of the earth. None of your men or women will be childless, and all your livestock will bear young. And the Lord will protect you from all sickness. He will not let you suffer from the terrible diseases you knew in Egypt, but he will inflict them on all your enemies." You must destroy all the nations the Lord your God hands over to you. Show them no mercy, and do not worship their gods, or they will trap you. Perhaps you will think to yourselves, How can we ever conquer these nations that are much more powerful than we are? But don't be afraid of them. Just remember what the Lord your God did to Pharaoh and all the land of Egypt. Remember the great terrors the Lord your God sent against them. You saw it all with your own eyes. Remember the miraculous signs and wonders, and the strong hand and powerful arm with which he brought you out of Egypt. The Lord your God will use this same power against all the people you fear. 
Then the Lord your God will send terror to drive out the few survivors still hiding from you. No, do not be afraid of those nations, for the Lord your God is among you, and he is a great and awesome God. The Lord your God will drive those nations out ahead of you little by little. You will not clear them away all at once, otherwise the wild animals would multiply too quickly for you. But the Lord your God will hand them over to you. He will throw them into complete confusion until they are destroyed. He will put their kings in your power, and he will erase their names from the face of the earth. No one will be able to stand against you, and you will destroy them all. You must burn their idols in fire. You must not covet the silver or gold that covers them. You must not take it, or it will become a trap to you. For it is detestable to the Lord your God. Do not bring any detestable objects into your home, for then you will be destroyed just like them. You must utterly detest such things, for they are set apart for destruction. Deuteronomy 8 Be careful to obey all the commands I am giving you today. Then you will live and multiply, and you will enter and occupy the land the Lord swore to give to your ancestors. Remember how the Lord your God led you through the wilderness for these forty years, humbling you and testing you to prove your character? and to find out whether or not you would obey his commands. Yes, he humbled you by letting you go hungry, and then feeding you with manna, a food previously unknown to you and your ancestors. He did it to teach you that people do not live by bread alone. Rather, we live by every word that comes from the mouth of the Lord. For all these forty years, your clothes didn't wear out, and your feet didn't blister or swell. Think about it. Just as a parent disciplines a child, the Lord your God disciplines you for your own good. So obey the commands of the Lord your God by walking in His ways and fearing Him. The Lord your God is bringing you into the land of flowing streams and pools of water, with fountains and springs that gush out in the valleys and hills. It is a land of wheat and barley, of grapevines, fig trees, and pomegranates, Of olive oil and honey, it is a land where food is plentiful and nothing is lacking. It is a land where iron is as common as stone, and copper is abundant in the hills. When you have eaten your fill, be sure to praise the Lord your God for the good land He has given you. But that is the time to be careful. Beware that in your plenty you do not forget the Lord your God and disobey His commands, regulations, and decrees that I am giving you today. For when you have become full and prosperous and have built fine homes to live in, and when your flocks and herds have become large and your silver and gold have multiplied, along with everything else, be careful. Do not become proud at that time and forget the Lord your God, who rescued you from slavery in the land of Egypt. Do not forget that he led you through the great and terrifying wilderness with its poisonous snakes and scorpions, where it was so hot and dry. He gave you water from the rock. He fed you with manna in the wilderness, a food unknown to your ancestors. He did this to humble you and test you for your own good. He did all this so you would never say to yourself, I have achieved this wealth with my own strength and energy. Remember the Lord your God. He is the one who gives you power to be successful. In order to fulfill the covenant, he confirmed with your ancestors with an oath. But I assure you of this, if you ever forget the Lord your God and follow other gods, 
worshipping and bowing down to them, you will certainly be destroyed. Just as the Lord has destroyed other nations in your path, you also will be destroyed if you refuse to obey the Lord your God. Deuteronomy 9 Listen, O Israel, today you are about to cross the Jordan River to take over the land belonging to the nations much greater and more powerful than you. They live in cities with walls that reach to the sky. The people are strong and tall, descendants of the famous Anakite giants. You've heard the saying, Who can stand up to the Anakites? But recognize today that the Lord your God is the one who will cross over ahead of you like a devouring fire to destroy them. He will subdue them so that you will quickly conquer them and drive them out, just as the Lord has promised. After the Lord your God has done this for you, don't say in your hearts, The Lord has given us this land because we are such good people. No, it's because of the wickedness of the other nations that he is pushing them out of your way. It is not because you are so good or have such integrity that you are about to occupy their land. The Lord your God will drive these nations out ahead of you only because of their wickedness, and to fulfill the oath he swore to your ancestors Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. You must recognize that the Lord your God is not giving you this good land because you are good. For you are not, you are a stubborn people. Remember and never forget how angry you made the Lord your God out in the wilderness. From the day you left Egypt until now, you have been constantly rebelling against him. Even at Mount Sinai, you made the Lord so angry that he was ready to destroy you. This happened when I was on the mountain receiving the tablets of stone inscribed with the words of the covenant that the Lord had made with you. I was away for forty days and forty nights, and all that time I ate no food and drank no water. The Lord gave me the two tablets on which God had written with his own finger all the words he had spoken to you from the heart of the fire where you were assembled at the mountain. At the end of the forty days and forty nights, the Lord handed me the two stone tablets inscribed with the words of the covenant. Then the Lord said to me, Get up, go down immediately, for the people you brought out of Egypt have corrupted themselves. How quickly they have turned away from the way I commanded them to live. They have melted gold and made an idol for themselves. The Lord also said to me, I have seen how stubborn and rebellious these people are. Leave me alone, so I may destroy them and erase their names from under heaven. Then I will make a mighty nation of your descendants, a nation larger and more powerful than they are. So while the mountain was blazing with fire, I turned and came down, holding in my hands the two stone tablets inscribed with the terms of the covenant. There below me I could see that you had sinned against the Lord your God. You had melted gold and made a calf idol for yourselves. How quickly you have turned away from the path the Lord had commanded you to follow. So I took the stone tablets and threw them on the ground, smashing them before your eyes. Then, as before, I threw myself down before the Lord for forty days and nights. I ate no bread and drank no water because of the great sin you had committed by doing what the Lord hated, provoking him to anger. I feared that the furious anger of the Lord, which turned him against you, would drive him to destroy you. But again he listened to me. The Lord was so angry with Aaron that he wanted to destroy him too. But I prayed for Aaron, and the Lord spared him. I took your sin, the calf you had made, and melted it down in the fire, and ground it into fine dust. Then I threw the dust into the stream that flows down the mountain.
You have also made the Lord angry at Tibra, Massa, and Kibroth Haava. And at Kadesh Barnea the Lord sent you out with this command, Go up and take over the land I have given you. But you rebelled against the command of the Lord your God, and refused to put your trust in him or obey him. Yes, you have been rebelling against the Lord as long as I have known you. That is why I threw myself down before the Lord for forty days and nights. For the Lord said he would destroy you. I prayed to the Lord and said, O sovereign Lord, do not destroy them. They are your own people. They are your special possession, whom you redeemed from Egypt by your mighty power and your strong hand. Please overlook the stubbornness and the awful sin of these people, and remember instead your servant Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. If you destroy these people, the Egyptians will say, The Israelites died because the Lord wasn't able to bring them to the land he promised to give them. Or they might say, He destroyed them because he hated them. He deliberately took them into the wilderness to slaughter them. But they are your people and your special possession, whom you brought out of Egypt by your great strength and powerful arm. Scripture reading by Emily Herrera. Like, follow, and subscribe to this devotional on whatever platform you use to listen to it. Tomorrow, we'll ask the question, who was Israel's greatest enemy?